0: What's going on, everybody? This is Spencer here again with my partner in crime, Pastor Mike Brewer. What's up? How you doing tonight, man? I'm good. How about you? this is an evening episode. I know. I don't know if this is
1: more romantic or not, but it's different. The sun's starting to go down, you have a candle lit. It's nice in here. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I did that for you. Thank you. No, I actually did that for our special guest tonight, uh, joining us for the first time on... We don't have a great name for this podcast, but on this (laughs) podcast is Miss Jess Schaefer. Hello. Welcome.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: We are very excited about this. We, uh, Jess, how long have you been coming to this church Um, with your aunt, right? Yeah. With my great aunt. Okay. That's what I thought.
2: She's my great aunt. She is awesome. And Shirley, Uh, love her to death. And I've been coming. I actually just thought about this the other day since September of 2013. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so that's dang it's cool. been a while. Yeah,
0: so were you in college then?
2: No, I was a Sophomore in high school okay. when I started coming. Yeah, Wow. yeah, so that's crazy.
0: That's very cool Your aunt great aunt. Shirley is one of my favorite people <laughs> so growing up <laughs> uh, <laughs> growing up in this church uh, She was I have like so my dad being the pastor here and growing up in this church. I have like 30 sets of grandparents and uh <laughs> cuz that's kind of how yeah. they all feel, right? Yeah, it must really. be nice
1: on holidays. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well. Don't <laughs> get gifts from all. Not of that, that kind no, of no, grandparents no, <laughs> <dang> <laughs> Not that kind. <laughs> but uh yeah, but you're I love your grandma to death. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's the best. Um yeah, so hey, this this episode tonight is going to be a little different. Uh normally Mike and I will sit here and, and discuss uh one of the devotionals that he has written um, but tonight we're kind of kind of put Jess on the hot seat sweet <laughs> and uh, and just kind of get to know get to know her a little bit and we're really excited about this because normally it's just Mike and I and uh, we decided a couple of weeks ago we we're like we really need to get more people involved in this discussion these discussions and and so for you as as our first guest this is kind of an experiment nice so we'll see what happens
2: yeah experiment <laughs> 307 or something yeah, <laughs> <you're saying. laughs> right <Cool>. exactly a good code name
0: so anyways hey let's uh let's go ahead and get started we um i would love to just kind of get to know you a little bit more and uh hear your story um kind of what your uh journey with jesus has been and uh, kind of where you're at now
2: awesome Um, I guess I will work my way back to now. So I started, well, my family and I started going to Catholic service when I was younger. My dad was raised Catholic. My mom was not. So I grew up in the Catholic Church, and, um, yeah, we went through all of the steps. My brothers and I have two brothers, an older brother and a twin brother. They're awesome. Way cooler than me. You have a twin brother? Yeah, I do. He's actually a really big part of this. So uh, his name's Jake. Super cool. He's the cool twin. It's kind of upsetting, but it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he is he's great, and we did all of our classes together and went through um, all of the steps, and once... I think once I started kind of finding myself kind of distancing from that Catholic type style was when my mom wasn't going to receive communion. And okay. I was kind of wondering, like, okay, well, she's the one that brought me here. Like, she, right. she got me dressed today. You know Why, <laughs> why uh, can't she come up? So that was kind of when I distanced myself from the church a little bit. I'd say I was like, Twelve, And we just got busy, so it was easy. And it was easy when I didn't feel that connection, really. I just kind of going there, going through the notions right. um, to distance myself a little bit. So then that happened when I was like 12 or so. And then when I was 16, actually, so a little bit about my twin, he has cerebral palsy. Okay. And when we were 16, he they actually found a syrinx in his brainstem. And so what that was doing was putting pressure against his brain, causing paralysis over time. And they gave us two options to kind of set it out, let's see how um, how it was supposed to go, yeah. or and just kind of let nature take its course, or to go in and have this surgery, which was kind of the last thing we wanted him to do with cerebral right. palsy. He's had multiple, multiple um, different surgeries and different things that he's in the hospital for so the last thing he wanted to do is put that on him yeah. so I was kind of looking at my mom and she was having a really stressful time making this decision and one Sunday morning we we're like okay we I said okay we need something bigger than this this can't be you know this can't be something that we decide on our own our family's tough but we need something a little yeah. more right so this is about four years after we we'd go to church for the holidays but not necessarily we weren't really practicing our faith at that time and so mom said, okay, but where are we going to go? We don't want to go to this uh, Catholic service game. We kind of want something more personal. Yeah. And we knew Dave. He was awesome. I actually just knew him from my grandpa's funeral, and I yeah. was just like, this guy is awesome, and he's super funny. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mom told me that we could go to this church where my great aunt goes to and stuff. And so we came here, and... On our first day of being here we walked in we sat down we started seeing and people were raising their hands and i was like what is this hand raising thing that everybody's <laughs> doing like i'm not used to this and then actually dave had everyone in the church pray for my twin jake wow. and i'm like i don't even know these people i mean i met these people for five minutes wow. and i think that's when i really felt that true love of god that i've never really experienced before that deep connection and I, you know i was in here for maybe 10 minutes wow. and uh I think that's kind of where, if I'd say I had I was saved anywhere, that was definitely that was definitely the day. Wow. Yeah. So that was super awesome, and the rest is history. I've I've ever since then, um, I'd get busy in school and stuff, and then when I started college, actually it was my freshman year. My entire life, I was I kind of was taught to you know be independent and be able yeah. to be able to kind of handle anything that came your way. So I never really had to ask for help. And that's not really the Christian (laughs) Christian way. My freshman year, it was really, really challenging for me because I kind of fell off the platform a little bit of practicing my faith. And next thing I knew, I found myself in my dorm, like, I can't do this. There's all these, I'd say college is just this huge question mark. It's always trying to get to the next thing, especially pre-medicine. You're always going up against somebody else, and it's very competitive, and it's very exhausting. And you're wondering, did I make the right choice? Why am right. I here? God, are you sure this is what I'm supposed to be doing? And it wasn't until then, my freshman year, where I was like, I really need to dive deep into my faith here, because wow. if not, this this next four years are gonna eat me alive. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of my that was kind of where my walk really, really, really got going so
0: before we go further how like what's going on with your brother now
2: so jake he is killing it he actually got his license when we were 18 yeah coming from the kid that was never supposed to even roll over by himself or you know walk he got his license and he drives to work, and he works at Kroger's. Wow. So yeah, if anyone wants to go see him, he's <laughs> he's going down there, and making everybody smile every single day.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
2: Yeah. So no, I anyway.
1: have to ask because I'm always fascinated by this. But do you guys have the twin connection? Oh yeah, okay. definitely,
2: definitely. That was one of the biggest things for me too. Um, especially when he, we found him in the hospital and stuff. It it was terrible being like wow. being apart from him mm. for sure. Yeah, is you can you can feel each other's pain for sure. And you can feel each other and glory and everything else. Right. So it's really, really great, but he's definitely my best friend. Oh, it's cool. funny though. We don't look anything alike. He's the months older than me. I say that I like, kicked him out first because I just <laughs> wanted more room. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's like six one, but six three with his hair. He's got really curly, bushy hair. Oh, that's yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So we don't look alike, but he's awesome. So wow. yeah. Yeah. But he's working all on his own and he goes and, and he buys, goes and buys stuff all on his own and goes out to eat That's and everything amazing. else. Yeah. That's so awesome. He's definitely, definitely a miracle. And that was really awesome seeing to experiencing that my entire life. He's right. like the happiest person I've ever met.
0: So when I was in uh, middle, I started in middle school and, and then all the way through high school, I uh, helped take care of uh, a kid who had cerebral palsy and uh, one of uh he was one of the coolest guys ever and one of the greatest experiences I, i've ever had is just kind of growing that relationship and uh man they're they're so i have a real heart for not 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 just for people with disability but also the family members because it's um it can be a difficult tough experience but it can also be such a sweet uh Incredible experience as well, and just a little bit of of uh, the the little bit of opportunity I had to spend with that family through those few years with Daniel was just an incredible opportunity, that a incredible experience and relationships that I'll never forget and really shaped who I am today.
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. I I think it's so important. I was actually talking with somebody the other day. Um, They have a loved one that is struggling with a really, really hard medical condition right now, too. And I just said, I never really put the pieces together of how God works in such crazy ways. Mm -hmm. And I think that, I think I had a hard time understanding this for a long time. You know, I'd Uh. see it. My best friend going through some of the hardest times is like another, um, he'd have another surgery and you're saying "They're like why does he have to this? i mean right. he's the happiest kid i know like happiest person in this entire world the last person that nobody deserves but the last person yeah. that you would expect or you would want to see this happen to and going through what he did but then you kind of think like Wow, he is so strong, and God knew like wow. Jess, you're not strong enough to go do all that. Like, like wow. you're you're gonna be a baby after that surgery. He's killing it. He was out there, wow. you know, tossing basketball afterwards and wow. stuff. Um, also, my family they they're amazing, and I think that having that support system with within all of us, yeah. where it has helped not only Jake a lot, but just us as a family absolutely. too. I think that God is very strategic in how he works. Yeah, and um, the fact that Jake was placed in a family that was able to not only be there for him, but to give him you know, what he needed. And in the times that he needed, it was really, really cool. Yeah, so, that's yeah. beautiful. That's yeah.
0: great. Um, all right. So you're in college now and uh, you've shared with me a little bit about this, this Bible study, this ministry kind of co- women's, college ministry that you right. were in for a while. Yeah. Uh, and you'd mentioned uh, that a friend of yours kind of brought this idea to you or brought this ministry and kind of asked for you and a couple girls to help her start it.
2: Yeah. She actually, um, she started, I came in on the second one. So she okay. started and she got this idea. Her name is Emma. So she is such a light. She is awesome. She's one of the greatest people I've ever met. And, um, this was our sophomore year of college, going okay. to our sophomore year of college. So she had posted something on Instagram, and it was Delight, and I saw it just go through my news feed here on social media somewhere. Yeah. And I was like, could you even imagine that she that she was going to start this? And um, next thing I knew, I messaged, and I was like, oh, that's super cool. And I went to the very first meeting. And it was great. We just had a few girls there. Everything was pink in this <laughs> in this little old UC um, classroom. And after that, she asked me to help lead with her, and that ended up turning into. I think she asked. There were like six of us then yeah. that were officially co-founders of wow. this ministry there. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's actually it's called Delight. Delight Ministries, and it's from, named after Psalms 37.4, Delight Yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. So they kind of took the name from that, and it was, Delight was started, it's all over the country, but it was started by two girls in Belmont University, and they kind of brought this idea that, like, wow, college is pretty hard, and yeah. um, we can't really do this on our own, and wouldn't it be so cool to have some girls to kind of confide in and mm. have this, have this nice safe place. And that's kind of how it got started. And I think it's so funny because everyone talks about college being the best four years of your life. Right. And you I'm know. For two.
0: <laughs> you missed right. out on two of the best years of your life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it was. Um, but I think it was the most trying years wow. of, of my life for sure. And I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was just my major or I know everybody yeah. has kind of different experiences but um
0: you said pre med is that what you would you go for Yeah yeah pre pre-med- medicine
2: okay. yeah And um so we're in there and I'm bringing hot chocolate in and like an instant pot warming up an instant <laughs> pot and stuff it's just like the most college college things ever <laughs> We're like scraping some you know 10 dollars here and there and we're like yeah we're going to get some balloons we can get That's some awesome. balloons this time but um yeah that was definitely Definitely one of the most trying parts of my life. You're kind of sitting there, and like I said, college is a huge question mark, and pre-medicine, everything's so cutthroat that you you needed someone to confide in. And my right. freshman year, I didn't have that, and it's kind of funny. Your mom, your mom would call my mom or my dad would call, and they'd be like, "So how are things going?" And I was living down on campus. And my dorm, and they're like, how's everything going? You're like, yeah, great. You hang up the phone. You start crying. You're like, it is uh-huh. definitely not good. Wow. <laughs> you're like, I, I've slept the two hours the
0: past, like, <laughs> three days. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's a stressful time. Yeah. And um, you're constantly wondering about the next exam or where you're going to, you know, you need to do different shadowing experiences. Right. And so there's always something that you need to be reached for, reaching for and something that you need to be doing. But... Um, yeah, that was somewhere where I could just definitely, definitely get away. And those girls were so amazing. It's so funny because you get into a room and automatically I walked into this room with the light and there was all these girls that I had at least one thing in common with. Like, all right, we like Jesus. Yeah. So that was super awesome. And you realize that everyone has a lot of the same kind of similar stories that you do. And in such a and such a place where, in college, where everyone's kind of the life of partying and yeah. and everything. For somebody to take a night a week to come walk across campus right. and, and come to this room and just love Jesus with you. Wow. Like, that is so cool, you know. Um, and you realize that people are struggling with the same thing, with doubt and yeah. with this constant worry of, okay, what am I going to do next and where am I supposed to be, you know, any any relationships that they have or maybe they're struggling being away from home. And, yeah, so that was really huge for me. Uh, I actually just looked on my little group message thing with Delight. I'm still in it. I graduated in December, but I'm still in it. And I realized that there's 98 girls in that group chat. Yeah, and so um, not everybody – not everybody attends regularly. People have come and gone and stuff, right. but just to know that across we've touched at least ninety-eight girls, ninety-eight uh, girls had chosen to come in that one night.
0: Wow, you know, that's and, so amazing.
2: Yeah. To come across and, and just come and love Jesus with you for an hour or two. So,
0: so I gotta ask you a question. Yeah. You said you said group chat. So is that like a text message?
2: It's it's called group me. Okay. So okay. Yeah. that makes more yeah. sense. Yeah. But it's basically a texting.
0: All I'm doing is imagining 97 people, 98 people in the same group message. I'd just throw my phone away. Right. I'd be like, this is way too much for me.
2: Right. Well, yeah. That, that was a lot, but it's so much fun too. <laughs> Absolutely. Like so, and then they put stuff in there. They put stuff in there. And never in my college life ever did I think that somebody could send a message in a chat with 97 other people, but just say, Hey, I would really love if you guys could pray for me today. Wow. Like, I, I'm just going through a really tough time and Born. I'm struggling with yeah. a lot with how this exam's going to go or if I should drop this class or my family back home kind of needs me, but I need to be here. And so
0: amazing. Yeah, to
2: just send in that and everyone's like, Yup, we got it. Wow. Yeah. And knowing that you'll have 97 prayers coming your way. That's so, wild. So, yeah.
1: I, I remember when I got out of high school, I didn't go right to college. And part of that was because. I was super immature, and I knew what would have happened had I gone to college. So, when when you say ninety some people are in this group, speak to how, if you if you don't mind, speak to it a little bit to how opposite the culture that was as far as college culture was when you were there definitely. to go to that versus what they could have been doing.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, I think that was one of the reasons that brought us so close together is when you're there, actually. <laughs> I read something that a psychologist posts about how when we're grown up, everything is kind of white and black of what is right and what is wrong. Right. You know, it's, it's very written in, in black and white about what is right and what is wrong. And then you get to college and then there's kind of this gray area of, yeah, I mean. all right, well, these people are doing this and... My friends are going, you know, out here and, right. and drinking and they're getting you know, or whatever it may be. And so I think that that's the time where people can either, you know, go go wild, go crazy um, or really buckle down and right. figure out who you are as a person. Right. And I I definitely had both options, you know, to do either one. But I wonder what. I sometimes wonder what would happen if, if I would have chosen that other path, you know, yeah. if I would have chosen somewhere where um, I didn't get these really, really amazing and intense friendships that yeah. I did with these girls. It's really crazy because I didn't realize how much of a different stamina it was. I've had friends that were the opposite that yeah. were the opposite that would go and and go out and stuff and I and I didn't see anything, you know, whatever whatever you would like to do, I will leave that to you, right. and I will do what I want to do. And
0: right.
2: and I never saw anything wrong or anything in all of that. But um, I really realized the true pureness of my relationships with the girls that wow. I was in this Bible study with. And it yeah. was just a whole different level of appreciation yeah. and of understanding. Yeah. And it was just like I could never – I'd walk in there, and they would knew the type the day I had before I could even wow. say anything, yeah. you know, or they could tell something was off before I could. Wow. Um, I really think I realized it when I was getting ready to graduate. The girls surprised me. A lot of them surprised me with letters, handwritten letters. Wow. And, yeah, and they gave me some flowers with it and stuff, and I... They didn't tell me to. I said to myself, "Okay, I'll open these on like if I'm having a bad day. And I'll just yeah. save these for kind of a rainy day when right. I when I need this." And so, I was reading th- I would read those on I'd read one on one of my rough days. And it was insane to see on your on one of your roughest days, you read this message about how you were such a light to somebody wow. and how you were this positive inspiration for somebody and how much they mean t- to you and how much your friendship has meant to them.
0: That's awesome.
2: And I thought that like I can never tell you how great that feeling was and how much I needed to, I needed yeah. to read that when I did. But yeah, that pureness like you're never gonna get anywhere else. And having having that in that college experience is something that not many people ever find. Right. Um, They're just your best friends. So that's that was super that cool.
0: That is the that is the uh, that is such a beautiful picture of the beauty of the body of Christ and the community that yeah. that can be should be created amongst you know followers of Jesus and that you know you you have this this uh, like no matter what you face in this life like you're never doing it alone yeah and and to be able to call on people to be able to to, to have a group of people that. Before you even say anything, like you said, see that something's going on, you Mm -hmm. know, and and that you need support and love. And um, I mean, it's such a beautiful thing. And and we live in a world that everybody is fighting on their own. Mm -hmm. And to know that that God created this life, God created us to live this life in community with people. um, I mean, there's there's nothing. There's nothing like it if you find, if you find a good one. Yeah.
2: Especially that, that college lifestyle. I think it's where you need God most Right. when you separate yourself from everything that you know. And I really do think that you need push towards him. Your whole world kind of get flips upside down for that, the four years. And it's such
0: a life defining period of time. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
2: and when I say everything's a huge question mark, like, I I completely and utterly, I mean, that's the easy way of putting it, but definitely, <laughs> and so you're in a new place, there's all these new faces, and then you don't get to wake up to your mom cooking breakfast for you in the morning with, like, folding your laundry, you're eating rice at 7 a.m., and then you're in the same sweatshirt that you've had on a week ago, right. <laughs>
0: right.
2: yeah, so, um, I think it was really intimidating for me, but I definitely couldn't have done it without those girls. Yeah, wow. they've definitely changed that college experience for me. They made it everything that I wish it could have been and more. So
1: that's, that's amazing. fantastic. Yeah. It's funny we people generally just naturally crave community. And oh, yeah. Generally, they find unhealthy community. Yeah. So to create a space like that on a college campus where where the reverse seems to be the norm. Yeah. Is amazing yeah. to find yeah. healthy community. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was almost like a jesus loving sword like do you know just like <laughs> right. all these like all these girls but you didn't even you didn't have to pay for anything you didn't have to pay <laughs> any dues or anything it was just like yeah it was great so
0: that's amazing that's mm-hmm. cool that's amazing yeah that that needs to be uh an encouragement uh slash challenge to to you know anybody that needs or that that is fighting sort of uh, trying to do this life by themselves you gotta get in community yeah. with people yeah even if <laughs> even if you have doubt in your mind or struggle to believe what they believe get around people that uh wanna love you and support you and uh can help carry you through you know your your toughest days mm-hmm. uh, we were not uh, this I will stand by this forever we were not created to do this life alone no yet so many people do and uh and it's just a beautiful thing to see a community like what you were a part of mm-hmm. in, in college when, as you expressed, it's n- they're not easy days. But to have people that will fight for you, fight with you, love and support you through anything is so incredible.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they made it fun. They made it awesome. That's, I, that's I loved college and I love them. So. That's great. <laughs> that's great.
0: Hey, so um, one thing that I do know about you and that anybody would know about you quickly <laughs> if they followed you on social media <laughs> <laughs> is that you are a beast in the gym. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, and I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> if if you, one of the reasons I like doing a podcast and rather than video stuff is because people can't see me. Um, <laughs> if if you saw me I'm jealous of them right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you. <dude. laughs> appreciate that. Uh, one of the things that I I struggle with and need to do more is uh the discipline of eating well, of taking of of working out, taking care of, of my body and uh, that's something that you seem seem to do well. And I'm interested and, and Mike and I were talking a little bit about this um before tonight. I'm interested in where that discipline came from for you yeah. and what it what it means to you
2: definitely definitely um i've always loved challenging myself and i was always in sports and stuff through school Yeah. so then when i actually started working out it was right after i finished high school really was when i got into it i love okay. to run and stuff but when i started to lift things up and put them down <laughs> <laughs> i i was right out of high school and that had been my stress relief so i needed something else and then when i was running for a while i quickly got introduced to lifting and my cousin sean actually was the one that told me he was a power lifter and he's like how about you just running's not really working out for you much anymore how about you just like lift this thing up and put it down (laughs) i was like i don't really know how that's going to help but i I mean i I guess i'll try it (laughs) and so I started that and then that has just been lo and behold I've I've done that for the past 4 years wow. now yeah. So I, is
0: this like an everyday thing for you or is it, I mean, have you gotten uh, into a routine of,
2: yeah, it's definitely a routine. I do not go every day. Um, I, I used to go very, very religiously, haha, pun intended, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I used to go probably six days a week, especially when I was just running yeah. and lifting was one of the things that actually, it was such a stress relief for me that I was able to take that down a few days. So now I go like four days a week or so. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I realized that fitness and faith are actually really super similar in my mindset. And I think that's why I love both so much and why I gravitate so hard towards working out and also gravitate so hard towards um, my faith.
0: See, that's what I wanted to ask you about. I wanted to see if there was a relation between the discipline that you've kind of created in, in working out and taking care of yourself and disciplines... In your faith, like yeah, that's a, a great question.
1: Because as, as I've been on my journey, I've not found that to be the case. I usually find it to be, I go to the gym, I end up in pain, and that causes <laughs> me to do and say things that I shouldn't say. Well, that <laughs> and might then create you, feel like
2: you need to go to church, and <laughs> that might create yeah. room for
1: repentance. So maybe it is the same, same journey. Yeah,
2: there you go, well, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, for me, um, it's definitely been an area of my life that lifting has definitely been an area in my life that doesn't feel like work to me it actually gives me rest Wow! Uh, that to me not most people think of that when they go to the gym so I do not blame you Mike but (laughs) I think that's why I I gravitate towards it so much my body might be struggling and working but my mind and my heart is completely clear not only when I'm you know worshiping or when I'm praying but also when I'm at the gym and so those are kind of my places those two places um are my places is when I'm either practicing my faith or when I'm at the gym so it's really weird how those co-align with each other Um, yeah and I think I live a very very busy life I work at children's Uh, sorry I never mentioned that but I work at children's and so that's that's a yeah that's caused for some pretty stressful like 60 70 hours a week sometimes yeah and um, that's kind of the place where I found myself to kind of give myself a break and kind of get my own thoughts. So for the first time, everything else kind of turns off and goes quiet and I can kind of think to myself. So I do a lot of my growing there, um, not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. And I think that in both areas, they, they relieve stress and they push you to limits that are way bigger than you thought possible in the first place. So I think there's always room to grow, not only in your faith, but also in your physical journey as well.
0: Yeah.
2: And so that to me, uh, also another place where they collide is consistency. Wow. And I have found myself being inconsistent and very consistent with both and I never saw results when I went to, when I was going to the gym for an hour and then going back and like eating pizza when I get home. <laughs> Although I love that, but
1: that's the worst. <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> you should
1: be able to be able to do one thing really well, right? and that takes care of all. Yeah, the other. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, maybe, or you can try the new cauliflower pizzas or whatever that they have now. they
0: not bad. So I did that keto for the keto diet for a little oh, bit. Oh goodness, yeah, I isn't did. that
2: like chili and cheese and stuff all the time? <laughs>
0: <It's> like, <laughs> it's meat, meat and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, similar uh, yes. yeah. It's May my diet. <laughs> that was my diet <laughs> with a with a slice of cauliflower pizza what it wasn't too bad no? cauliflower pizza wasn't too bad Dang. but it definitely is not <laughs> i love real pizza
1: loaded cauliflower is better than <laughs> cauliflower pizza just so you know okay Man. bacon and cheese it's, it's, it's fantastic
2: i had cauliflower wings my friend made cauliflower what? wings yeah But they tasted just like wings, and I was really confused as well. What else am I being lied to about? I don't know. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Real
0: quick tangent, because this is something that frustrates me. I hate it when they say, like, cauliflower wings. So (laughs) I get it. I get what they're trying to do, right? I get get that they're trying to, to help people eat healthier by saying that it's one thing when it's really not. Why can't you just say these are barbecue cauliflower? <laughs> Here's barbecue the thing. <laughs> you can
1: put hot sauce on cauliflower and enjoy it, but that's not going to take away your desire to have real wings. Yeah. It just doesn't.
2: Okay, that's true. I can see that. So I never got filled up on cauliflower so when I was it.
0: It could
1: be a healthier true. choice on Monday, but by Friday, right. you're going to want the wings.
2: Yeah. It's
0: going to happen. There w- there was one Thanksgiving where, and this was many years ago, where my, my sister-in-law was super into like cauliflower everything right (laughs) and she didn't tell anybody but she made cauliflower mashed potatoes and just told us well hang on and just told us that they were real mashed potatoes obviously they were not real mashed potatoes (laughs) i could tell (laughs) immediately and i didn't eat them so really you didn't like it or you just got upset both cauliflower mashed
1: potatoes are, are the business
0: but but don't lie to me about it. <laughs> Tell me what they are. Tell me what I'm I'll eating. And I'll try it. What right. I'm putting in my mouth. Look,
1: if you expect your wife that's and your sister in law to not lie to you, you've totally gone into marriage with a total <laughs> wrong expectation. That is true. I,
0: <laughs> that's fine. But I'm just talking about in general. Like like back to these back to these cauliflower wings or whatever. <laughs> these they're not they're not wings. So just say that, and I'll try them. <laughs> like give me some teriyaki cauliflower nibs. Yeah. They, is that what they call them, nibs?
2: <laughs> technical term. Yeah, yeah. technical Tentacle term. Technical <laughs> <laughs> term. Right. I'm,
0: just, I'm trying to show off for our, our, oh, med, yeah. our, our, <laughs> sorry. our med major right here.
2: That's like when I was little, my mom told me that everything was peanut butter and jelly or like everything was Doritos. Yeah. And I was just like, this is mm. definitely not Doritos. It's green. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm way smarter than what you're t- <laughs> Right. Right.
0: Or like, like ants on a log. It's like a piece of celery with peanut butter and they oh. put... They put uh, one of those things, raisins on top. <laughs> Mom was like, oh, it's just a fun treat. Anton Long's like, no, it's not. Like, there's you're nothing to fun hide about like this. That celery with raisins. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, All right, I'm off. Yeah, I'm it's, off fun. My it's fine. It's <laughs> fine.
2: Um, yeah, but back on the consistency. N- <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> you Yeah, about I mean, cauliflower right.
2: consistency. It's, it's fine. Two yeah, C's. No,
0: go by, seriously, uh, go back to that. It's okay. <laughs> um,
2: I also realized the same thing with spiritually when I would go, you go to church on Sunday, but then you live the rest of your week like you walk out and you're just like, all right, yeah, I'm good until next week, and um, I had never found myself in a you know worse place. Yeah, but I think that with that, neither lifting nor your faith is linear. I think that I both are going to plateau, and sometimes you might even decline. Wow. But when I started these, <laughs> when I started lifting, I had what was called newbie gains, which is newbie yeah gain? yeah also another te- technical term so just <laughs> so you guys know oh newbie
0: newbie gains, gains. yeah yeah I like was, i put it all together yeah newbie gains
2: newbie gains okay. yeah okay. so with that you make a lot of progress in a little bit of time okay. and everything's awesome you're like yeah i could do this forever right like this is great but then i started to plateau wow and that was A struggling trying time for me and i think you can do the same in your faith too where you just kind of feel like you're going through the motions and you're not really getting anywhere and you're like yeah this is okay but taking it that next step farther or maybe potentially you even decline like you're not spending as much time praying as you thought you should be or as much time in the word or maybe you're not able to go to the gym as much as you want to because you you have to work those 60 hour weeks that you weren't 70 hour weeks that you weren't planning to but what is beautiful about that is so many times when i have declined and when i see others decline uh, it's definitely right before this explosion and in that that exercise your mental posture that you have it goes into his most intense physical exertion and that both with lifting and your faith can get you to those new places those new heights and those new challenges wow
0: what a way to look at that yeah so yeah Yeah. So, so
1: I've had, you find this hard to believe because I'm so svelte, but <laughs> I lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Plateaued, mm-hmm. totally got frustrated, ended up getting a coach. When when you say you plateau, how do mm-hmm. you work your way through that? What what goes on in your mind to get you through a, a tough plateau?
2: I think my biggest thing, and probably what helped me most was in my plateaus was it was very it was very unrewarding for me, but also I had to realize the big picture of what I was getting out of it. I was getting yeah. that stress relief and I was getting that consistency of what I was doing. And, um, every day I was able to do there and do it, what I loved. And although yeah. at the time it was trying and it was difficult and I wasn't seeing things the way that I wanted to, yeah. um, I knew that that was only going to last for a little while and that there was something greater for sure. So, yeah.
0: Wow. That's so good. Yeah. What spiritual correlation too, as far as like, y- you may be going through something right now. God may be taking you through something right now, mm-hmm. but it's only, th- I mean, following him, trusting in him, whatever tough thing you're going through is temporary. Yeah. What God has for you on the other side of it is so much greater. Yeah. And
2: PRs. You got a bunch of PRs, all these personal records coming up and your body feels good and, and you're killing it. and yeah. And both in your faith and physically. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And that usually that's exactly how it goes because you can't just be great all the time. Yeah. You know, that's, is unrealistic. And I think that's another thing that I realized. I'm close, but not all the time, not <laughs> perpetually. <pretty> great, yeah. <laughs> I Jess, I can't relate. I don't know. what you're <laughs> <talking>.
1: <laughs> So you just use another term too, that I'm not familiar with the PRs.
2: Yeah. Well, personal record. Of, yeah. Yeah. So, so that's just, just trying like, to match your, like
0: your personal your best. best. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, that's yeah, I'll a never lot do of. That again. <laughs> <laughs> At my you've already, age, you've already hit all your personal bests. Right, like, yeah.
1: it, like it went like this for a while, <laughs> like this. Now, since everyone can see what I'm doing,
0: yeah,
1: it's just downhill. I mean, this my PRs getting... are
2: for everything. I'd be like, oh, I had seven cups of coffee today, PR.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. I five. Tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. I gotta have eight. <laughs> <do> <laughs> I'm going to adopt that. Yeah. that.
2: That's right. That's right. But um, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things is that I've seen so many times it's just like okay, well, this is how it goes, but you can't you can't expect that linear progress to happen all the time. Yeah. Um, really in any aspect of your life, I I'd, I'd say I and to know that you you are improving, but maybe not maybe not right now. Maybe you can't see the entire picture right yeah. now and that is what feels like the plateau, or that's what feels like the decline. But wow. every, all of that is happening for a reason.
1: Yeah, that's so. interesting. Uh, like, because w- when I go through a plateau, I when I come out of the other side, I suddenly realize what I had to learn during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, d- while you're going through it, it just seems like garbage. Like, <laughs> why is this happening, God? Why why can't they go? I go back to the the rapid, you know, the rapid losses and yeah. and and the you know the physical change the way I wanted to, and then suddenly I realize. That this is meant to be something that that changes me permanently, not something right. quick I go mm-hmm. through. It's meant to to be a lifelong uh, learning process, not just a quick experience.
0: Definitely, yeah. that's so good. Just yesterday, I was having this conversation with Kate because I wanted to try keto again because <laughs> you I, missed cauliflower pizza because I missed cauliflower you just pizza. Eat
2: chili and cheese all the
0: time, right? <laughs> Just tell me that it's cauliflower pizza and I'm alright eating it. Just don't <laughs> lie to me and <laughs> say it's real pizza <laughs> and to it's me not. About it. No, I'm just kidding. No, but see, for real, I had this conversation with you yesterday. Like, I, I was thinking about doing keto again because I lost a decent amount of weight very quickly. Mm-hmm. But then, as soon as I, as soon as I stopped doing keto, I hadn't established, uh, you know, a change of a true change of lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I put that weight on and more. Yeah. Like right away. Yeah. Faster than I lost it and. And uh, so she was like, she was like, Spencer, why don't you figure out how to like do something that'll actually help change <laughs> your lifestyle, <laughs> like, like, like consistently, you know, for for a longer period of time? Uh, you may not get the results you want as fast, but the long term is going to be so much better. Yeah. And I was like, dang shut up you so right again. yeah yeah. It.
2: yeah that was her polite way of like let's not do that yeah exactly, exactly.
0: did you tell her you're after idiot, a vacation but
1: after you after you were done on the beach you'd, you'd make some real lifestyle changes. exactly yeah.
0: <laughs> see that was my see that's the thing we're going to the beach in like a month and a half and i was like man i gotta lose some weight before i get to the beach and uh nah, it's not gonna happen it's all right
1: you <laughs> just resigned to the fact yeah. you're not gonna lose any weight yeah mm-hmm. okay
2: yeah <laughs> It's healthy. <laughs> <Yes. All right. laughs> it's, he said it's fine. It's fine. It's it's fine.
0: It is what it is. So all right, yeah. let's uh let's I wanna ask you uh, kind of the last big thing that I kinda wanted to hear from you was if there was um a, a scripture or a passage uh that you kinda hold as like a a life verse yeah life passage yeah. what that was
2: everyone who knows me knows uh, my favorite verse is definitely psalms 46 5 so that is god is within her she will not fall and it also goes on goes on to say that god will help her at the break of day Yeah. so of course when i first saw this i thought every single other thing that Every teenage girl thinks when they see this, like, oh, yeah, I, I'm her. I'm not going <laughs> to fall because God's got me. And that way I can do wh- whatever I need to do, no matter how hard the times get. He's got me. I've got this. It's right. great. Um, also, I thought it was kind of a pun because anyone that knows me also knows that I'm terribly clumsy. So it's kind of <laughs> like a ha like I'm actually not going to get another black eye or any more rollerblading accidents. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um no, what I love so much about this and still I kind of use that because it's just shown my faith journey that that's at first that's what I thought it was and that's kind of how my faith journey was too was it was so out of context and I realized that I had no clue what the verse actually meant just like I had no clue what being a Christian actually meant uh. when I first started my faith journey and with that uh, I figured out that mm-hmm. this this actually means it's god who it's the city of zion and that's the city of god and it meant that god is present and it can't be destroyed because he is there and even in the break of day that god is protecting it Uh and i think that can kind of come full circle with what i first believed when i was you know 15 or whatever looking at that verse it's even more beautiful now that i know what it actually means but um that yeah, that was definitely really important to me. But it's funny because even when I took it out of context, um I used that to get me through some really, really trying times. Uh-huh. And um now that I know the actual meaning behind it, <laughs> uh, it's even more beautiful, but yeah, it was all over my graduation cap and it's in my room like 7 times. So, That's cool. yeah. Yeah.
0: I love
1: it. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. I'm sorry, I was listening and didn't oh, have it. Okay. Spencer just pointed at me like, Mike, you need to say something. And I had nothing <laughs> so ready. To turn, dude, I'm tired of talking yeah. over here. Yeah, well, yeah, we're tired of talking to you. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> you no respect. I do,
1: I do, I, I don't want to let someone pass by. You mentioned your how you, how you came to faith
2: mm-hmm.
1: with an experience. Yeah. I had a similar situation when I was 12 years old. I was in a very chaotic church and... I didn't understand a thing that was going on, and God revealed Himself to me, and just let me feel a touch of who He was. I then later had to figure out all the other stuff, like, right. well, you know, what is the actual plan of salvation? What I you oh, know, yeah. learn theology and things like that. But at that moment, I knew God was there, yeah. and, and I felt Him say, "You know what? Forget all this mm-hmm. other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm here. That's yeah. what matters." Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to say that's a that's a big deal because a lot of people come to faith because they read a book or. Someone quoted them a half an hour worth of scripture and they're like, fine, I'll say your prayer, <laughs> you know, but it's, it's not often someone has a real experience that changes them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think that those, those crazy experiences, those crazy experiences and those really kind of dark, unknowing times, almost, I don't really want to say dark, but those unknowing times is where you can sink or swim. Right. And I think that was the point where I think this was what helped me get through those times and yeah. So that was really great.
0: That's yeah. so good. Yeah. I love that verse. Uh, I think it is a, it's a, b- a beautiful reminder mm-hmm. uh, that again, as we've talked this whole time, no matter what we go through, God does have us, you know, and, and as, as a, as a follower of Christ, we know that his spirit resides in us. That means that the ground that we walk is holy ground because he is holy. And, And so it's, we, we will forever be in his presence. And so, uh, yes, we're going to struggle in this life because we're human and we live in a fallen world. Um, but he is good. He is faithful. He calls us to turn to him in all things and he will give us rest. He'll give us peace and joy. And, uh, I just, I think that that's such a beautiful life verse to hold on to, to know that no matter what I go through, (laughs) <laughs> in context and out of context, <laughs> yeah. the verse remains the same, yeah. and and it remains true that that he's got you, yeah. you know, and and uh, and no matter what you face in this life, he he's going to be with you through it.
2: Yeah, I think definitely holding on to that, and especially in that medical background too, because it's 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 difficult. It's difficult going, and there's a l- I know there's a lot of science behind, you know, what yeah. W- um you don't meet a lot you don't meet a lot of christians um, that practice originally and so at (laughs) where i am and so it's really nice to have that aspect too that you're through college and through this pre-medicine route and through Mm -hmm. this health and trying to make people better. You know, I just, you want to help people. And that's exactly why, why I'm doing what I'm doing because I, I, that's why I was brought here to do. And I know that for a fact. Um, but that's something that I definitely hold dear to my heart. And I think that as long as I hold that close and I remember that verse and what that has done for me and, um, I'll be, all right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Um, Oh hey, this was awesome, and I, I really appreciate Mike and I both really appreciate the fact that you agreed to join us tonight. And, Thanks so much uh, for having me. Yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Any any final thoughts uh, from from either of you that I just
1: I just look forward to having you back in the future. I would love to at some point have a longer conversation about what's next for you because yeah. your story is so impressive and 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 the direction it looks like you're headed. I just, I can't wait for part two.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I will love to be back for sure. Um, Try not to eat any cauliflower pizza. (laughs) I'm going to make
1: some cauliflower wings and bring it in next time.
2: (laughs) <laughs> they're so good yeah we'll just tell you and then you'll you'll that's eat them, right? fine okay. again that's fine <laughs> right. just tell me <laughs> that maybe that we won't so that way we I can eat them <laughs> <laughs> Mike we'll <they're re-friend. laughs> yeah. just refuse we won't like, have to share he's them. like yeah they smell great but I'm not doing it because you didn't tell me <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> no but uh, thank you guys so much for having me it's, it's been awesome
0: yeah awesome. Again. thank you uh, you are a, you are uh, an awesome person it's been getting a, it's been a joy to get to know you over the last few months uh, mm-hmm. since we kind of I feel like I've probably met you, you know, over the last couple of <laughs> years, once or twice. Yeah. But to, to actually uh, kinda get to know you a little bit over the last few months has been pretty cool and and I also look forward to, to part two to this the next time that you, you get to join us in three and four and five and six. Yeah however m- many Forever times. And ever Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, because I think uh you God has has created you uh in in a in a beautiful way and he's given you gifts and, and a, a sweet spirit to want to help people and to do what you do. Um, and it's, it's a, uh, it's refreshing to have you around. Thank it you really so is. Much. So, um, Mike, do you want to close us in prayer and, uh, maybe pray over Jess tonight as we, we leave?
1: Oh, yes. I thought you were pointing at me. I said, "I just said,
0: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to?" I thought you were pointing at me. He's
2: like, one, two, three, not it." No. no that, was,
1: that was like the, like you know how like a when you're watching an MMA fight and the music hits and they don't come out right away and they create some anticipation. That's what I was trying to do. Oh, oh yeah. got it, got it, got it. Yeah, they would it be- worked for me. So, yeah. Prepare. <laughs> <yeah. Beer, beer. laughs>
0: Go. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to create. I was, Man, I just wrote it on I mean, the podcast. That's okay. I was <laughs> thinking more like Eye of the exactly. Tiger or
1: or something something yeah. really cool. <laughs> I'm surprised you know this song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it came out like 30 <laughs> <laughs> years before you were <laughs> born. <laughs> okay, now I'm feeling okay, it. Yeah. You ready to we're play ready. we are in the zen.
2: Yeah.
1: Go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, God, you are so good. I, I just I thank you for this time tonight. This has been awesome. Uh, I enjoy getting to hear people's stories and I enjoy getting to talk. And I thank you for Jess and the fact that she came tonight and was able to talk with us. So um, her story is awesome. And she's, she's been through some stuff. And um, I'm thankful of what she was able to accomplish when she was in college and the lives she touched. Um, I pray as I pray for Jess, I I pray for those lives, too, that the work Jess did won't be forgotten. It'll continue to make a difference in their lives. And and I pray going forward that uh, Jess, with her family and her faith and her future, that you're there with her and that you hold her close. And uh, you don't let her forget what's happened and what she's learned. And then she moves forward. So, uh, again, I can't wait for part two. So, uh, God, we love you. Thank you for all this, and we
0: pray in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Amen, amen. Well, thank you again, Jess, for being here. Thank you, Mike, for being my uh, my co-host, Partner in Crime, again. Yeah. And we... Uh, You're welcome.
2: <laughs> Batman and Robin.
0: That's right. That's what... Which, which one do you thinks Batman, which one you thinks Robin?
2: Oh, dang. I'm not... I can't start this Oh, now. Come There's
0: on. no we, way we Batman need to end has the... a man bun. Okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs>
1: Wow. Not possible. Wow. It would be like, <laughs> I'm Batman.
0: <laughs> all right, we're done. We're ending this. Before this gets worse, we're ending this podcast. Hey, thank you. <laughs> hey, thank you all for uh for those of you listening to this. Thank you for making it this far if you have. And uh <laughs> we look forward to uh to, to to being with you again next time. We hope that you were encouraged that you were blessed uh hopefully maybe even challenged by some of the things that you've heard today Um, uh, and and jess sharing her story and and some of the the things that god's brought her through um yeah we just hope that it was an encouragement to you uh thank you for being with us today and we will talk to you next time see ya yeah,
2: bye